Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? In this episode, we spoke with Nicola Blackstock. Nick, who owns and runs Nick Makeup Artists, is an internationally published, multi-award winning makeup artist who is also certified in teaching makeup and is passionate in helping others grow, gain skills, and find their way in a crowded, notoriously difficult industry. Welcome, Nick. I am so excited to have you today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, Thea. Thank you so much for having me. I am delighted to be on the show um, and be part of it. It's a really positive podcast you have going. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I am really excited for everyone to get to know you and to hear your story. Just reading it, I was like, I was reading it again last night to my husband. I was like, this is so good. She's, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to like see you in person. So without further ado, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure, yes. So my name is Nicola Blackstock. I'm a 36-year-old mum, wife and makeup artist from Paisley, which is near Glasgow in Scotland in the UK. So all the way from the United Kingdom today, Thea. Yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. So I'm the owner of NickMakeupArtist.com and that is Nick with a K. Nice. Nick with a K. And Nick, you've had some crossroads that brought you to where you are today, huh? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yes. Can you tell us? This about really you? seems like uh, when I heard about the podcast and interview, I thought, I I really need to get on this. This is something you know I've been through numerous times in life, and um, I really like to help others. Um, so if, if this can help anyone out there listening, you know, let me know because that's the whole point of me coming on platforms like this and really want to help others and know that you're not alone mm-hmm. and you're all there to help each other. Yeah. yeah. So take us back to that crossroad. So, well, as you know, I have had a few in life, but um, let's stick to the most recent one. So back in... 2017 Mm -hmm. um, what happened was um, my young fit healthy mum started becoming really ill very suddenly um, shook her world because we're so used to being so fit and healthy and doing everything for Mm -hmm. us so kind of after her 60th birthday and I just thought you're getting older you need to listen to your body and slow down and this was kind of like about this time in 2017 so at the time you would be getting more energy you know the sun's coming out in Scotland it's not raining as much and her energy levels were depleting and we started going down the route of getting her tested Um, I think my mum knew in her heart that something wasn't right Mm -hmm. so test result after test result came back negative no results or plans to treat my mum 
and we, me and my family, my brother, I've got an older brother, a younger sister. We were really just left in limbo. We, we felt mm-hmm. so helpless, didn't know what to do. We got the test done, went down proper medical channels and no plans. We thought, you know, how, how do we help her? How do we make this better? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. certainly what I was thinking at the time. Mm-hmm. So I knew in my heart that something really serious was wrong. When you have a, a fit, healthy, active mum, you know when something's wrong, you know when they're not at themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was actually lucky enough to um, have past life experience to pull strength and guidance from. Um, as back in 2003, we lost my dad to cancer when I was just 19. So all that experience, all the memories, um, everything I've been through, even at that young teenage age, was in my gut and blood and, you know, came back to help guide me through the next couple of months and the road that um, had been put upon us. I remember vividly that my mum deteriorated to the point through the summer of 2017 and she just couldn't even lift her head off the couch. That's when the time had came to admit her into hospital. Because before then, they couldn't find anything wrong, so they couldn't really treat her. But when she actually couldn't walk or lift her head, they had to do something. So, as I said, we felt very alone, not much help out there because she wasn't diagnosed with anything. So at this point, she went into hospital and every day she got worse and weaker and whilst dealing with extreme negligence from the hospital staff, which was not easy either. So on top of dealing with medical conditions that are unknown, you're dealing with not trusting the facility that she was in as well. So I can't tell you how much that just throws your mind into this negative spiral and you feel out of control. And I'd always felt in control. So I think when you are someone that's used to being in control and all these elements come, you know, come get you, um, punches left and right, you just, you know, you have to reevaluate things and take a step back. So um, everything was spiraling out of control. So yeah, I really did truly feel I was in a nightmare. So during the three weeks my mum was hospitalised, I thankfully found another gear. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how to explain? It was really like instinctively my body and mind knew what it was screaming out for. And that might be be because my gut, my instincts, or it might be because everything I'd been through prior to that point. So the first thing I would say I discovered was audiobooks. I've never been a great reader, being in a creative role in a creative industry. I'm very image-based, and I'd never heard about this audible book thing before. So, honestly, the amount of books I've read since, you know, I'm like a, a book guru now, and right. that's going 
that's going from someone that maybe read one book since they left school. <laughs> so, as uh, you know, if, if I was reading a book, if it had big, big pictures, then yeah. <laughs> it was easy. But um, I discovered audiobooks, and um, I always remember Thea listening to The Secret and The Hero by Rhonda Byrne yes. um, for yes. the first time at that point. Yes, girl. Thank you, Rhonda Byrne. So um, I used to listen to this. Instead of listening to music on the way to the hospital and on the way back, I would listen to The Secret or The Hero. And I would try and play it when my sister or brother was in the car, um, you know, trying to show them what I was doing to help. Mm-hmm. gather my thoughts and control my thoughts at the time and then even when I got home you know you think the first thing you would do is put your feet up escape put on a reality show dumb the mind down and I just couldn't do it I, I continued with these audiobooks when I went home at night mm-hmm. I was so determined um not to let my thoughts get the better of me and I found these audiobooks really helped mm. and also I was determined Thea not to go back to antidepressants self-medicating uh, drugs and what I did was took broke everything down into small chunks and took it day by day mm. I found um, essential oils mm-hmm. and crystals and I really found that that helped expand my mind and helped me relax and really helped me sleep where in other times it might have been easier just to go collect a pill for that I was looking into different options and essential oils I would say is one of my great saviors in life for sure um, I also remember totally boycotting TV at that time mm-hmm. and my partner at the time would go, oh, shall we watch, you know, one of these go-to box sets we were watching at the time and I just could not do it. I felt my mind would just spiral if I was watching television. I could not afford to watch it, I felt. Um, I've also felt I couldn't concentrate as my thoughts would spiral out of control and I had to keep focused and keep my detrimental thoughts in my mind right for my family so that then I could help them. And I felt like once... I, once the audiobooks and the essential oils and you know self-care was taking place in my life um I also felt like life paused for a bit after losing my mum and from coming from always being a busy girl a go-getter uh, it was really hard for me to adjust and not feel guilty about taking the time to grieve taking the time to just be a mum and get out of bed in the morning Mm -hmm. and I would say to anyone going through the same take the time don't feel guilty the world is going to be there once you're feeling better in yourself and you'll come back bigger and better and take the time and don't feel guilty about it 
So I felt that life paused after our mum's funeral. In the end, we lost her to a rare form of cancer. We got told on the Wednesday, final diagnosis, that she had this cancer. And then on the Friday, we lost her. That's how quick it was. Wow. So it was a lot to adjust. Even though I knew in my heart she wasn't right, until someone tells you, you can't write your mum off, you know? Yeah. So I was still trying to stay positive and say, you're going to get better. We're going to get through this together. So after we lost her, um, I did just feel like my, my, you know, my life was turned upside down. I used to speak to her like 10 times a day on the phone. Um, I used to even try to phone her afterwards. But I found even if I just got out of bed, washed my face, tended to my son, that was an accomplishment enough for me. You know, I let myself have that time to just gather my thoughts and get to grips with the fact, you know, my mom isn't in this world anymore. Because as far as I had been alive in the world, I'd always had my mother there. So it was a big adjustment. So after that, I found yoga, the positive affirmations kind of came off the back of the audio books. So I thought you can get audio like this in your life constantly. And I used to play, you know, motivational speeches when I was brushing my teeth in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wash my face today. You know, all of these like small accomplishments that you, you can do that start to make you feel better. And then you can go on to the bigger things you want to achieve and the bigger accomplishments instead of forcing it upon yourself when you're just not ready. So after um, that I really did feel that I could help my grieving siblings more which then in return helped me by helping others. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I remember thinking back to being a child and I thought you know what brought me joy? What was the thing I used to do when you didn't have a care in the world? So we started going for walks in our childhood spot, up the braids, we call it there. And um, I reconnected with my mum's sister, my aunt and my cousins. And I was truly thankful for now all the good coming from the bad. Yeah. And... Yeah, and really was, you know, grateful for these blessings in my life that I'd never looked at as blessings before. So I also started a diary at that point because a day after um, we lost my mum, we found our diary and it was the greatest gift. So I just thought I want to start my diary as soon as possible so one day my son then has that gift also mm -hmm. so that really helped because you're writing down all these thoughts that are maybe just masculating in your head yeah so when you start to write them down you feel lighter and lighter every time and you get much more of an understanding of what's going on in your head rather than it you know going through the same cycle constantly so that really helped and it was just so weird how the day after we lost my mum we found hers you know we always knew she had one but we didn't know she kept it up for all those years yeah. and she yeah. kept entries right up until the end so that was a that was a, a gift from God so I really just slowed down 
focused on family, self-care, getting up and out of bed, walking and taking one, time, one day at a time. And I also felt I wanted to give back. My positive approach I found was starting to work and bring more positive into my life. So I felt compelled to use my makeup skills to help others. So I volunteered to a fantastic charity called Look Good, Feel Better. They have um, institutions all over the world, worldwide. And um, what they do is um, help cancer patients whilst going through treatment by doing makeup workshops. So that was really one great um, gift in my life, being able to help women who had the chance to go through treatment. Uh -huh. My dad did, but my mother didn't. And being able to use my gift to enlighten their day and their experiences um, really, really helped me because helping others, cliche as it is, really does help yourself. Yeah. Wow. Nick, this is amazing. what a story. And I just want to like go back and just acknowledge you that you were able to realize that you needed to take care of yourself and to find the things that, that brought joy for you. And even yeah. doing that gratitude work and like the self help and the reading, I think that's amazing. And I really think that that applies to so much with your story, but also just like how we're feeling right now. Like right now, a yeah. lot of us are in quarantine and we may be feeling insecure about all the situations that are feeling very heavy, like, you know, jobs and schooling your children. And I think that just what you were talking about, like breaking things down to the little things to make you feel good can make a huge yeah. difference and then you can build upon it. That's just such an amazing yeah. And just You can't, you cannot help the world in any way so that might be you want to help the world through what you do as a business yeah. you cannot help the world or help your customers or clients if you're all over the place it starts from within and honestly it was like instinctively my body was was mind was telling me what it needed and I think everyone has that ability but they're going too fast. They cannot hear it. Yeah. And this is why it's just taking that time to slow down. And the, the climate, the whole world is in just now. We all have that time. It has actually been forced upon us. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage anyone to take a step back, go within, do some reflection you know if it just means getting up in the morning writing down three things that you're thankful for take that with you throughout the day you know these are small things or I've, I've, I've started a business networking and mentoring group um, since the COVID-19 situation and um, it's all about empowering other businesses and you know helping each other and I'm always posting things like that in my group and you know what what is the one thing you've always been too busy for yeah. what have you always said I can't do that because I'm too busy is it a course you've always wanted to do is it a you know a total change in career direction you you would like to accomplish now is the time mm -hmm. just because the rest of the world has stopped or I can't 
you know, you can, and yeah. you've got the time now to do it. So, um, if that, you know, if that's something you want to do, if there's always been some sort of course you've never had the time to do, or um, time you've never had to spend with your kids before, concentrate on using this time as positively as possible, and you'll come out the other end with with blessings. I mean, all all this positive stuff that I started to do. Um, and don't get me wrong, I felt the guilt. I felt, oh, you know, it's such a competitive industry. I should be out doing this. I should be out doing that. But I learned how to quieten these thoughts by mindfulness and meditation practices and doing my yoga walks that slowly but surely, um, all of a sudden more and more great opportunities were just falling into my lap. Mm. I was asked to do my first ever beauty expert interview for Mill Magazine. Oh. Yeah, and that was, was such a shock. I was like, me, you want me? So then, then these things start giving you belief. Then you're like, well, if an editor of a magazine is asking me to do a beauty expert interview, I must be a beauty expert. Yeah. Then the confidence comes, the self-belief comes. Um, I thought back to my makeup days and realised doing shoots brought me the greatest joy. So I started to network, build up teams, and we um, accomplished a really big bridal shoot. A month later, the shoot got published in Tie the Knot magazine. And at this point, I really did have to stop and pinch myself because honestly, all my dreams were coming true. And I was like, oh, you know, is this my, is this my life? Um, I remember coming home from um, doing a bridal client's makeup in the morning and I hit up my social media and found myself tagged in a post from the Scottish Beauty Industry Awards. And I was tagged as a finalist for the top title Makeup Artist of the Year. Oh my God. Um, which actually, I know, uh, I actually went on and won in 2019. So, crazy times come from crazy times. I know, look at that. And all starting just by taking care of yourself and and listening to yourself, your intuition. Yeah, yeah. And giving myself the time to grieve and bringing it all back. To, and I, I was still at this point going for my walks, seeing my um, my aunt and cousins and taking my son out and concentrating on all these things. But still, all these opportunities were like flying through the door. And I would caught them every time <laughs> and was, you know, so thankful for it all and felt so blessed. But it didn't just happen. It didn't just appear out of nowhere. This has been 10 years of building up my makeup career. And um, now known as an expert is just, it's still crazy to me. Um, I went on to have a Beauty Boss interview in Tying Up magazine, five articles in the Paisley Daily Express. Um, I then built up a creative team and we've done a sun, moon and stars that align photo shoot, which got published in Gilded International magazine. And this one was truly remarkable to me because Gilded was one of the magazine resources I used as a college student. That's awesome. 
you know, I used to look through and be like, what would it be like to, to be one of these makeup artists in the magazine? And I was not only the makeup artist, but creative director, stylist, head, head shoot. Um, I made headpieces uh, for it all. So I was headpiece designer and crazy, crazy, crazy from top to bottom. It was my name all over the shoot. And couldn't believe that, you know, 10 years ago when I was in college, looking through the pages and now I'm in it. Absolute crazy. That's awesome. So awesome. Oh, thanks, Thea. If you, you've given us a lot of advice. I'm going to ask you for one more. <laughs> Give us one piece of advice. What would that be? So that would be jump to your joy, Thea. Mm. Find your joy. Find your bliss and follow it. Concentrate on the good. If you can breathe, walk, talk, are you able to write? Write down the things you're happy about. Write down your greatest achievements. Also, write down what you want to achieve. Make a vision board. Um, start writing down things that you could do today to get you to your goal. You know, or maybe if it's like me, if I want to be makeup artist of the year, so what does it take to be the best makeup artist? Start writing down things, small steps that you can take. So one of mine, for instance, was start blogging. Not, you know, I've told you I'm not a great reader, so normally that means you're not the best writer at the other end because you're not reading the literature um, all the time. But I got out of my comfort zone. I started blogging, and that was just one small step that i done to get towards my goals. So, yeah, jump to your joy. Love that. Jump to your joy. I'm going to put that on my wall. Jump to your joy. <laughs> Love it. Love it, love Feel it. Free. Um, Feel free. I'll share it in all my groups afterwards. Oh yeah, it's, it's going everywhere. <laughs> Nick told me to jump to my joy, and I am I'm doing it. <laughs> How can people find you? So you can find me at www.nickmakeupartist.com and at Nick Makeup Artist on Insta or Facebook. And if you want to check out my business mentoring group that I've just started up, you can find it on Facebook under Renfrewshire and Worldwide Business Networking and Mentoring Group. Awesome. Nick with a K. Thank you so Nick with much. A Nick with a K. Thank you so much for being on, Nick. Oh, thanks. It's been an absolute amazing experience. I feel like I've, you know, on to a next step even by getting all this out. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. And thank you for sharing with all of us. No problem. Catch you soon, Thea. What did you take away from Nick's story? What is one thing you can do to jumpstart your joy today? I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gained insight from this story. If you'd like to learn more about the Pusher Pivot podcast, visit us on Instagram at pusherpivot or on the web at pusherpivot.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast. <laughs>